In Dumeria, a land with no adventure and no heroes, will our dummies find their way? Welcome to Adventuring for Dummies. Hello everyone and welcome back to our next episode of Adventuring for Dummies. My name is Gary Feehan and I am the Dungeon Master and person who makes my friends uncomfortable during interrogation sessions. Hi, I'm Dave McTighe and I'm playing Darby Galandry Flashgear, the elven gunslinger and the wielder of Brass Rain. Oh, we just added a sound effect. Whole new level. Whole new level. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> this, is, this is gun barrel blow thing. Yeah. Foley work. Some excellent Foley work here. Hi, I'm Dave McEnroe, and I'm playing Gwen Cobbleson, the Demiborn Wizard, and future prisoner of the Laurelbank dungeon system. Da -da -da -da. Question mark. Da -da -da. Yeah, question mark. I'm David Sheeran. Uh, I'm playing Ivor Ironclad. Uh, quietly in the abyss. <laughs> oh, that's so sad. No. <laughs> and I am Billy Stewart playing Stefan Shepard, the human barbarian. I'm definitely not a clerk at this point. Uh, <laughs> and his beloved goat, Ramsey. One stamps and one has been wondering for 16 episodes now what the hell they're doing here. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> And what a way to start our 17th episode, by, by all thinking, what the hell are we doing here? <laughs> and Billy did go up another octave there. He's got more in his repertoire. Oh. The range. <laughs> the range. Now let's get the sound files just to compare. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, I hope it's not too bad for you at home listening to it. <laughs> you should have... Content warnings for turn down volume at this moment exactly. And turn it's back like up a again shatter spell, up. yes. Yeah. <laughs> Blow your eardrums yeah. out. All complaints to uh, at a 5D. Thank you. <laughs> yes. <laughs> at a 5D on Bebo and MySpace. Yeah. <laughs> we digress. We will start as we normally do with a wee recap and then we'll get into the action, whatever the action is today. So, the gang all finally met the captain of the guard, Audrey Valley. Of course, it was the second time meeting Audrey for Stefan. The plate-mailed halfling invited them into a side room for a chat, in inverted commas. Things started off light-hearted enough. She was just interested in what they were up to the last few days. Gwen and Stefan thought that she was worried about the goat situation around town, or the lack thereof goats. And, and also Gwen quizzed her to see if she was asking them out on a date. She was interested in neither of these things. Her concern was about a group of her guards that were found dead and deformed that morning or the night before. The same guards that reported being fooled by a group that happened to look just like our dummies. And also she went on to say that she called in the big guns. And the big guns being the Department for Effective Neutralization of Silence Events. That they are currently in Laurel Bank, shutting things down. They have taken over the security and the investigation into the suspected silence-related activity. And have locked down the place with no one in, no one out. 
content warning lockdown um after much questions back and forth she eventually left the gang to themselves her initial reaction was to get the fuck out but after seeing the obvious presence of squadrons of department of effective neutralization of silence events patrolling they thought better of it and they ultimately decided that maybe telling her about the runes and bb would help clear their name maybe but when they got to the barracks they weren't just greeted by audrey there was also an elf by the name of tipera the lead investigator on the case and that is where we pick up now all of you all five of you um with para and audrey in audrey's office down the barracks down the barracks down the barracks down to the barracks and uh, tipera um, looks at you and a fresh sheet appears out of her magically enchanted binder and um he goes so you wanted to speak with us and you can see that the um, fresh sheet is automatically filling in minutes as she speaks. See, Audrey, you need one of them for minutes. You know, you just shouldn't get me to. I'm just like a civilian or whatever. Um, <laughs> you weren't taking minutes. I started to. You didn't tell me what to take down. It's it's okay. The <laughs> purpose of minutes is that you take down everything. So you didn't say I don't that. think it's important. It's been done. It's fine. <laughs> It has. Let's, well said, Darby. Yeah. Um, yeah, Tipera yeah, goes, um, yes, uh, maybe uh, if you want to start with maybe telling me what has been going on from your point of view. Of course. Right. Uh, sure. So Audrey, Audrey sits back in her chair with her fingers pressed against each other once more. Is there a lot of two-way mirrors in here? <laughs> um, there is no mirrors in here, no. Sweet. There's a window, but you can see outside. Okay. Uh, so we're here in good faith. You came in good faith to us. We're coming in good faith to you. Cards on the table. So, um, yeah. Uh, I guess Ivor is Ivor is going to like explain. Uh. I feel like he's going to go into detail about just the initial excursion to the, you know, the, like, you know, the first temple of Avandra, kind of slightly, you know, leave out uh, Gwen's whole uh, ministry, the, the mage guardian stuff, and, uh, <laughs> you know, leave that bit out, kind of maybe put him in as the guy suggesting initially we we fool the guards with a, a note and um you know because and kind of like more put greater emphasis on his whole filling in a fake form and then maybe he'll he'll leave out stefan just kind of completely scrapping it and rewriting it just you know uh <laughs> just for his own sake as well and uh Clean abridged you know, version with Ivar as the protagonist. <laughs> oh, I don't know if I could let him do that. I don't, I don't know, know if I can do I, that. I, I feel I like... I'm gonna, I'm gonna stare daggers at you if you do start doing that. I don't know. I don't know. And, you know, he's gonna, like, that's kind of like, he, he's gonna end it around the time just before they, like, just before he kind of opened into the Silence Ruin and, uh, you know, they went in. But he's gonna kind of put great emphasis as well on the initial shadow that attacked them and, uh, 
Just like the general concern they had for, hey, what if more undead just start coming out of that temple? Uh, after that, I feel like uh, you know he, he's he's not going to really omit anything regarding the hands or you know fill the insatiable. But um, I think he's going to bring into like uh, yeah, I think that's more or less the, what he's going to start with. Just kind of let let them speak up and ask any questions regarding that. Uh, but he will say that he is kind of like uh, he he like when he stops, he's going to say, "Now I I I understand. There's I, I I do actually have a good suspicion of what happened to the guards after we encountered them and they went off to the barracks." But um, uh, j just to make that clear as well. Absolutely. Um. Yeah. Um. Tapera goes. Well. Um. Thank you for being so frankly honest. Um, wow. Wow. No problem. Yeah. yeah uh, mm -hmm. um, not wow that you're being honest. That's just nice. But how oh, with the rest of it? It's... I know. Wow. I get that a lot. Um, sorry. Chimparo. Well, that's a very nice name. Um, where are you actually from? Nope. Nope. No, no, nope. None of this. Don't start this. Nope. What? I'm just asking a fellow elf where she hails from. I grew up in prosperity. Um, my parents are from the Great Wood and were in the department before me, and that's where I grew up and followed in their footsteps. Now that, ah. you know, you, now that you know about me, we can go back to the case. Um, and Audrey goes, yeah, they're full of personal questions, these lot. Um, just be aware of that. And uh, Tepera goes, yeah, well, don't worry. I'm jotting it all down, so be well aware of it. Um, I really like your glasses. Thank you. Um, I need um, them to see. They're gnomish. Um, <clears throat> ever been to Gizmobrook? I have. Ah, where'd you get them? You don't mind me asking. It's, uh, it's uh, well, it's what I'm into, really. Gnomish tinkering. Is, I'm Darby Galandry Flashgear, as you're probably aware. Um, is this important envoy, to the case? Well, yes. Explain why my glasses are important to the case. I'm just curious. I'm just telling you who I am, and that my intentions and whatever my actions are, are always wholesome and just, because I am vice envoy to, well, of you know our, our dear Elvish capital. Of course, yeah, very important role. Um, so, Ivar, um, yes. Okay, so we are, I'm going to let Audrey do the details on this. She's more the um, expert on local laws, but I'm sure we're going to have to write up some forms about you impersonating officials and also I understand. Um, misleading um, guards in duty and also breaking and entering into a dangerous and off-limits location, um, namely... Brian of Phil Blaggings, the tomb of Phil Blaggings, as we know it now. Mm -hmm. I, Just I understand, start. yes. But nope, that's... our honesty in this situation is very much appreciated, so don't get me wrong there. Okay. I, I um, do want to be clear that I am the ringleader here, and it was my, like, my own ambitions as an archaeologist nope nope and... nope 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 okay, when okay, please okay. you don't need to protect me it was my own ambitions as an archaeologist that pushed me and and pushed 
my compatriots here into this endeavor. Um, Audrey speaks up at this moment. It's like, oh, there's be no such thing as taking blame for this. If one of you are going down, all of you will be. See, she's the one going down. Like, see, it's going to happen anyway. So it doesn't matter. We might as well say that I really want to do the thing. So, yeah. There we go. Um, it you mightn't be going well, the other, down. They didn't. To be fair, they didn't really want to do nothing. <laughs> mightn't was, be a going down. Um, Audrey here is just being straightforward with her words. Why can't you be Very more like? Okay. She seems great. She seems real nice. Why can't you be more like that? Gwen, shush. It's enough. Um, it's enough, Gwen. <laughs> I understand. Um, um okay. It is not. That is not it, the it's like when, right when Audrey suggested leaving town, I could try. It nearly sounded like a veiled threat. It wasn't a threat. Same thing. Um, sure. Um, so, yes, you encountered the guards. Um, and you went into this ruin. And mm-hmm. you did what you did with the spirit of the previous occupant. And yes, we, we heard mm-hmm, and we heard a message from Alvandra and we sealed up the, the temple as well before leaving. Yes, so the literal god Alvandra was like, well, job I'm done. I'm aware. Good, yes. Mm-hmm. See? Um, so, to be honest, how can you deny Alvandra? Let's be real. Well, it, you... Um... By the looks of you, and by your accounts of how long ago this was, and by the reports of the guards, um, it doesn't look like you have been affected by anything silence-related. Nope. We're super good. We made sure we weren't. Mm-hmm. So that is definitely a benefit for all of us involved. Mm-hmm. And we, will, of course, will have to get you checked out officially. But in vectors of silence throughout Laurel Bank would be a serious thing. So of let course. you thank your stars that you encountered a site was uncertified for entry, but thankfully also didn't have a presence of active silence activity. Uh, yep. So thank you, Evandra. Moving on, there's a, a few more bits to the story that we should bring up. Uh, there's more. So, there is more, and uh, I want to be completely forthcoming because this is entirely related to who is responsible for what has happened to the guards. Second page comes out of her binder, and that one starts recording. Okay, so um, firstly, uh, I guess I should bring up there is a additional pre-silence ruin uh, nearby dedicate that was a, well, turned out to be dedicated to Moradin, uh, Temple of Moradin. And, well, we we visited that temple as well after the fact. I had done some research prior to our first excursion. I located it. I thought, this seems like an interesting place. This we, we successfully entered this one temple, and I thought, let's give this a try. You know, we're safe, we're healthy. Let's see just how far we can push this and just kind of like, you know, investigate. See what what more we can learn about the local history. So, Audrey uh, pipes up. So you were also involved in the second location 
Yes. Where a group of my guards were uh, found dead. Regrettably. I uh, didn't mention that before because I honestly didn't believe the same group could be involved in both activities. It's silly of me not to think of it now, though. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So we we entered into this uh, this second ruin and we ran afoul of a group of four, including three of your free guards who had been reanimated as zombies. Uh, reanimated as zombies? Uh, or ghouls? I'm not totally certain. Uh, yeah. But uh, we, we found them in the midst of a, a ritual to resurrect the champion of Morden. Uh, and, well, we intervened like realizing what they were doing we quickly intervened after we had uh knocked out two of the the two thugs they had hired uh and you know dealt with some skeletons um so those two thugs as you say mm -hmm. are currently in prison killing those guards yep technically those would probably have been responsible for killing those guards. If not those two, it would well, be... Wait, no, no, no. Still... We, left, we left a note. We left a we note. Still away, they're the still situation. awaiting trial, of course. Oh, okay. The gravity of uh, the, the capital offense that they caused there in custody until that trial. Well, they're not... I'd say they're like, you know, associates to murder or whatever you'd call it. They, they, I don't think they did it. Did it. Um, uh, Tipera pipes up and goes, I'm sorry, Audrey, we want to focus on the silence aspect of things here so can you talk a little bit more about the ritual yes they were trying to well here's the thing we haven't we weren't exactly certain at the time what the ritual was to do but we have figured out since then what they were trying to do and uh they were going to resurrect the champion of Morden as some very powerful uh undead and uh, then send it straight to Laurel Bank to accomplish something of nebulous intent. We think maybe, perhaps. Probably. Uh, they. So no one has practiced necromancy on record for over a thousand years. Hmm. You're saying that there's a group of people practicing it currently? Uh, yep, looks like it. Yes. Uh, we, we, we've identified their name. They call themselves the Barrow Brigade. Okay. Um, Gwen, do you remember your classmate? Uh, she was a, par a part of it. Uh, Glinda? Oh, Gemma? Uh, Gemma. Gemma, Gemma Garrahi, yeah, she she yes. was um, the actual uh, user of the of the necromancy to try and um, bring back Ildiolin to life. Um, so yeah, she 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 was in on it, and um, yeah, the the, the ringleader we've seemed to identified is um, Brett Hale. Uh, Audrey goes, Brett Hale. Yeah, he's like a really good arcanist. Um, I know who he is. I've met him on many occasions. Well, there you go. Is uh, is the assistant to uh, Maester of Friedrich? Yeah, Alvin. I thought that might be something to do. Yeah, yeah. Shit mm -hmm. balls. Fuck. Also, um, uh, 
as you're speaking and all of this, like Tavera jumps in with questions and, and her pages are recording, but other documentations are coming up as she's thinking of them and she's reviewing them and scanning over them for information as you're talking. And as she hears this about Maester Friedrich, she goes, um, yeah, my records also show that Maester Friedrich is the only one sanctioned to study this level of necromancy the entire world. Oh. Well, we're not saying it, it was Master Friedrich, really. Oh, I, I, I know you're not, but I hope, I also hope not. Um, he is, he has quite a lot of leniencies when it comes to this kind of thing from a research aspect only. Of course. He's still not sanctioned to actually perform a resurrection of this kind. Of course, we still have Holy and Divine Resurrection, but we don't have, um, the undead variety. Uh, well, we do, but, you know, it's not well, good, or whatever. Oh, and also, we don't know if Master Friedrich until, has anything until right to do with now, it, so, you know. We don't. Mm -hmm. yeah, well, yeah. I'm, not, I'm not pointing blame, I'm just connecting dots. I'm, just, okay. I'm saying to not connect that dot, I'm saying to keep that dot, like, you know, ellipses, just, like, you know, don't connect it, yeah, just have it there in the, in the area, but not, don't connect it. What about these dots? The person you're claiming to be ahead of a necromancer ring studies under the only person allowed to study necromancy to make his necromancy ring more effective mm. yeah that's a that's a dot you could draw or you know he could have stolen from him because he's close to him and stuff do you know what i mean it doesn't necessarily mean that we have to like incriminate him we're not here huh? to defend him or incriminate him yeah or he can, like i'm sure oh, mr Master friedrich oh brett's a bad man yeah brett's yes bad. Brett, brett is yeah, responsible yeah, yeah. Yeah. but well at least we're certain he uh like uh so uh, as I was saying, um, then Ivor would kind of go into detail more like accurately and in depth. He won't like mention Dooley, of course, but he'll just kind of go into explanation about, hey, this is what they were doing after we cleared it out. We noticed someone vanish, and then we threw Darby up into the air to spot spot them. <laughs> and, like, Very important that you, in detail, tell them about your... <laughs> gymnastics yeah yeah but more <laughs> more or less just to say hey this guy was heading right to laurel bank you know and uh then kind of i'll go into detail about hey we then researched about the other ruins and noticed that the temple like you know it's likely the pillar temple is a spot that is also important and uh you know bring up the temple of malura and the you know the temple to the matron, uh, mistress of ravens and uh i guess like ivor will also then kind of like we'll go kind of go into a detail just about how you know initially we're thinking maybe we'll go to the maloran temple uh, but then we actually heard a message from evandra yeah remember the gods yeah. want us to do stuff and you know just warning us about like to come immediately to help fill you uh, you might say, in a way, that we are modern day champions of Evandra. Don't, uh, go Aud on, Audrey please. Goes, that is... Well, we won't go that far just yet. Well, they're talk she is she or is she not talking to us and telling us to do stuff? I'm, ju I'm just I'm just I'm I'm drawing some dots. All right, dots dots are being drawn. Uh, <laughs> goes. Um, yeah, those dots can be drawn for now. Um, they would be definitely dotted lines. Um. But go on. Okay. You got a you got a message and headed out to the Temple of Phil again. The two. Well, yeah. 
between here and there. We we ran into the guards already resurrected and Gemma again and Phil Gre as a oh Greta. Greta. And Greta, don't forget Greta, she had a name tag. Yes. Uh as a a, a big <laughs> Phil poor Phil as a big horrific monster. He his yeah, uh he 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 was you know, he was gigantic, like you know, like I can get big, but he can, you know. Anyway, um, <laughs> we, well, yeah, we fought a bunch of these undead, and uh, well, we stopped them from advancing yeah. to Laurel Bank, and we kind of left them where they were. We destroyed as as well as we could, you know, um, Gemma's body, and, and took uh, Phil back to the tomb before sealing it up again. To stop her from being resurrected again and doing this yeah. again, uh, not just out of like you know, badness, viciousness. Yeah, yeah. No, we one. we, we yeah. wanted to keep her from just being resurrected a second time, if that's possible. Okay, so that is again. Audrey might correct me here. Another, um, I think, counted twelve, planning. But again, they are um, oh, cross those T's and dot that I, those eyes if we have to. Um, mm. just have one general question for the four of you, five of you, including Ramsey. Have you had any sort of formal training um, to do any of this? I received, uh, like dwarvish, like martial training. Um, yeah, same in stone in Stonebreaker. In in general, I I I took kind of like Bar I, I took a. Hmm? cultural upbringing training oh. ah, well, I was just going to say Elvish martial training I passed it all when I was six so I was exceptional you good? Um, never actually got to do it so you. do you mean like real six or like elven six like what does that mean? It would have been yours. They're the sex. same in Dumeria. <laughs> aren't you not, not allowed out? Like, don't aren't you not not in, in nappy still until you're like thirty or whatever? No, your preconceptions about elves are a bit outrageous. All right. No, um, I'm not talking about any of that. Um, many children and people of Dumeria have had that. Uh, it's traditional. It's cultural. It's passed down from generations to generations for the purpose of, um. Remembering those things in history. Um, I'm talking about being able to take down necromancers and zombies. These are things that my squadrons and troops are trained for specifically. Many years to do. And you seem to have done mm. more of it than any one of them in the last three days. Eh, we, I guess we just kind of, um, yeah, just, uh, it just kind of clicked. Uh, Maybe it was yeah. fate, you know? Maybe, you know, again, those dots are on the table. Don't deny the dots. I mean, it wasn't always smooth sailing in those combats, but, you know, we made it through. Oh, yeah, I nearly died, and then she kind of brought me back to life. Uh, well, not brought me back to life, but, like, you know, incredibly talented individual. It kind of comes natural. My my grandfather showed me a finger too with the good old axe. Uh, other than that, I I, I did. I, I don't know how if this is a crime eater, but I I've kind of 
begun studying a an ancient form of dwarvish magic that is um based on on runes uh that helped a little bit i'd say uh i just kind of like the crime great <laughs> and like glad, if being real glad to know cool. that yeah uh i it has non-combat applications but i i don't think you and your you care about that uh but uh yeah I mean, I was formally trained to protect my father, and I've studied uh, creatures for quite a while. But as you know, necromantic creatures are a rarity, so it didn't come up much. Um, yeah, I'd, I'd hope not. He does um, yoga every morning. Yeah, that's true. I have a whole exercise routine. Yeah, he's well good. Uh, <laughs> Audrey kind of, like, sits back aghast at all of this information. Um, and you can tell whatever any inside check that she is, like she believed ye to be something. But now she's realizing that you're all of it. Yes, you're not BB, but you are doing all of the things that have been going wrong. Um, but well, Impera ha- or like or been involved with, sorry. Um, but uh, Tipera um has a little bit more of a quizzical look about her. Well, her she's realizing a lot of things, but her line of questioning is a little bit more inquisitive, rather than Audrey's line of questioning, which is a little bit more inquisitor. I like that distinction. Um. <laughs> I mean, I like that distinction. (laughs) (laughs) Stefan doesn't understand Tipera at all. It's just like, no, Audrey's doing this right. What the fuck's going on? And then I'm Um, in love with Tipera. (laughs) Tipera's not doing anything wrong. It's, 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 they're, they're, uh, they're kind of two sides of the same coin. (laughs) They're, um, everything you've uh, you've experienced with Tupera so far is she's still following the books. She's still recording everything. She is following her protocol. Um, she is she is a ho- very high clearance to ask these kind of questions and be more candid and that kind of thing. Um, while Audrey is very much uh, by the book as much as things can be. And she's a little bit more of the forceful edge towards authority. But yeah. After this, like, dull of silence, Audrey looks at Tipper and goes, Well, I'm, uh, I'm glad all of this is happening. Uh, now, back in my day in the department, I don't know how I would have dealt with it. And Tipper goes, I'm sure you would have been fine too, Audrey. You're always a good mentor. Um, but by the point. Wait, did she just say you were always a good mentor? Oh. <sighs> what? Oh my god. Intrigue. <laughs> <laughs> Intrigue, yeah. Para goes. Okay, so I, I ship it. I, have... I ship it so hard. I think I have this. <laughs> Audrey's all... married. <laughs> yeah, I know, but like, you know, before. Um, I think I have, we have this. We all... sorted affair. Sorry. Maybe that is sort of fair. Um, I think I have this all recorded. I'm um, going to need you to get checked out by the uh, departments. 
clerics just to ensure that there is no presence of what we know to be silence or undeath upon you. Ooh, can I ask, what would that be like? The test the... or the actual silence? Yeah, what would their symptoms and stuff be? You know, not that we're ever going to, you know, not... deal with it again, but just, you know, curious. I somehow don't believe that you're never going to deal with it again. You don't seem like the types. But I'm also not sanctioned to let you know that information. If well, you have fine. it, you have it, we'll tell you. But okay. Don't have it, we won't tell you. Great. Oh, so, that's does your curiosity that's hope you have it? Or do you wish not to have it and remain ignorant on it? Maybe Darby could have it. And then... Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I could have it and it wouldn't do anything to me. You could have it and you'd erupt in boils. I love you too, I guess, or whatever. I, I hope I do bust out into boils and die. Is that what you want me to say? Whatever you want. <laughs> I've broken his will. His spirit is broken. I, I, I'd rather not have it. I think it, his will was broken ever since I can't. Um, <laughs> I, can't I think his will is broken ever since I can't. Uh, I said he can't leave. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know if it helps any with your records, but I, I have made a start on all of the forms. Um, I'm sure. The... Yeah, uh, yeah your binder rolling. Yeah, just start. <laughs> Getting out of um, pages into different stacks. Yeah. And these go, clerics she, know a funny business, right? She she raises her eyebrows and looks over at Audrey and goes, There you go, Audrey. Um it's for you. And Audrey goes, Oh Gavay. Um and she starts to bring them outside. Um uh, Hey, they're really good forms. He's real good. Constant wheel of next <laughs> 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 twenty five minutes. <laughs> They probably should be classified. So, oh, some might say Sarah. Oh, she's gone. Okay. Um, have you any questions? <laughs> some might say Sarah. Some might say Sarah. So, after we get checked, are we going directly to prison, or will we have a trial, or are we going to be executed, or any of those kind of things? Maybe you are. I. Hey, I know it's maybe me. All right, it's most likely me. I should be happy have... about that. Sorry. Continue. Yeah. Okay. Um, fine. If you need to talk to each other um, about something private, I can let you up a minute. Oh, she or talks can enough. No, no, no. He's just a dick. It's fine. Go on. Honestly, it's better to interrupt them. Yeah. Um, yes. Yeah. Okay. She <laughs> talks too much. <laughs> as it is. It's Talk fine. Okay. Continue. So, um, to answer your question, um, I, I think I have a different plan for for you than going to prison. We'll get to that when the time comes. Man, it's not execution, is it? No, no, no. Right, love it, love it, love it, love it. Love we it. don't do execution. It is forbidden by the whole state. You should know that, Gwen. I don't know, like, this is really special case. We kind of did, like, the, you know, the thing that you're really, you know, it's been 800 years since, you know. 874. Exactly. So... <laughs> Maybe it might be a special case, but delighted. Like, don't don't get me wrong, delighted. To the clerics, the clerics. Um, she uh calls out the door, and someone comes um to you, 
um, and she goes, "I will remain here." She t- to the to the cleric, she goes, "I will remain here um, until you check these out, and if they're all clear, I will then also um, uh, leave as well." But just to make sure that they don't have anything and they haven't passed it on to me, but I don't think they have. And she gets you to follow along the cleric. Um, still in this blue um, attire, similar to the guards and the patrolling squads you've seen outside. Um, same kind of blue vestments, but more erical. Um, lighter armor, holy symbol of um, Pelor. Oh. Um, on this particular cleric. Um, are they um, both the same or are they both Pelor? They're both Pelor. You're brought um, to... So yeah, you're brought into some uh, examination rooms. They start performing some mad-ass rituals on you for the next 30 to 40 minutes. Um, and while you're just standing there and they're telling you to cough, and it's it's, it's like a doctor's appointment, but it's magical shit. Can I message one of the clerics and um, <laughs> say that um, <laughs> Darby needs a rectal exam? <laughs> Oh my god! Oh my goodness! Um, oh, heavily imply They meet—they meet your eyes with their own eyes, <laughs> and they'll—and they just say, "Um, Miss." I will shrug nonchalantly. Cobbleton. I will shrug nonchalantly. Cobbleton will be the one casting spells in here. If you could hold off for the moment, please. Sony cantrip. It's all right. <laughs> <laughs> and no they finish. Yeah, they finish. The issue. The issue. So each each of you have two clerics that you're being worked on in individual examination rooms, um, and in like a erected tent out the back of the place, like a proper hazmat quarantine hazmat zone. Um, you eventually are cleared, each of you. Um, oh, and Ramsey's also seen by a druid. Um, <laughs> you are all cleared. We're all cleared of any evidence of silence upon you and no undeath is also upon you that's relieving you're doing a great job um thank you um you want to head back to audrey's office please and yeah you each make your way back um audrey and tipera uh, <clears throat> are back there and goes so you got the all clear and you can see that she has the five examination reports already in front of her in her binder good results everybody Oh, we're we're totally clean. Totally fine. Oh, thank goodness. Are you sure there's something not? Never, never mind. It's fine. So there was no silence in either side. Not that. Uh, not that E picked up at least. Um, we are doing full sweeps of both sites. Um, the correct measures in place. To see if they are clear. Takes a little longer than just on a person, so. We wanted to check you out as well, but of course, if they come back clear, then you're doubly clear. So, all good. Great, love that. Great. So, so I guess we'll just go. Not just yet, and just as she says, not just yet. There is a loud crash, and the sound of smashing glass and stone coming oh. from somewhere in the city. Some of the guards rush into the barracks, and one of them goes, "Um, the uh, the cathedral to Saint 
Julius seems to be on fire. Oh. Oh no. Fuck it, he bowls. Tapera goes, um, go. Um, I think this is probably what you told me it probably is. Oh, yes, nailed it. Okay. Thanks. But is it definitely on fire or did you just get a note? I, you can see it, and you go outside, and it's in this. It's in the similar district, and again, the cathedral is like raised up um, from the rest of the city, so it can be seen from most of the city. It was built on top of the re- the remnants of the old temple, so that's why it's kind of raised up. Um, okay, yeah. you can see they the stained at this time. Like should we stained glass, Sorry, go on. the stained glass dome um, that exploded. Uh, that was on top of it has exploded and crashed in and all you can see is smoke and then you hear a deafening guttural roar come out from that area and it sounds quite familiar to um to fill blaggings in his swole form i can't believe that sister prudence or pastor prudence let this happen i can't believe she's done this I believe you've done this. Confident you've done this. <laughs> um, yeah, just legging it, legging it, legging it, legging it. Yeah. So we got um, the all clear, and we've got the all clear for this too. Yep. Yep. I take out brass wind, give it a nice flick in my hand, and throw a few bullets in the barrel, and just click it back in. Sweet. So yeah, you run through the streets, um, panicked civilians running the opposite direction as you. The Department of Effective Neutralization of Silence events. Some of those members are heading in your direction. A lot of them are helping the civilians evacuate. Um, but you you get to the plaza in front of the cathedral. This is the temple relating, temple relating to Pelor. You don't have any Pelorian nice. artifacts or relics or... Yet. <laughs> Yet. I'm a quarter-pelorian a... on my father's side. <laughs> <laughs> you have a quarterstaff. I'm not a quarterstaff, sorry. A stress ball. Oh! Probably not the item, but maybe. Yeah, that's a good stress ball. We bought you a good stress ball. Uh, Was was it Darby coming then? Yes. Oh, it might have been Ivor, yeah. Hmm. My memory's shocking. I don't remember. I don't remember either. (laughs) Yeah. It could have been Darby. It could have been, you know, one of his moments. Hmm. His moments, his sweet moments. So, yes, as you make your way up to the plaza of the church of saint julius of pelor you see some strange sights you see a large swole like figure very reminiscent of phil blaggings you also see pastor prudence standing beside it holding a wand in the air going our savior has come our savior has come as there is a number of other acolytes that appear to be helping shepherd this monstrosity out of the cathedral and down the stairs i knew she was a creepy 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 (laughs) creep roll initiative oh rolling dice we've done that in an episode Oh, oh my god. Yeah, the whole Audrey episode, we didn't roll any dice. Not one. (laughs) I hope you guys roll better than I did. I rolled exceedingly well. I got a natural 20, so it's 25. Ooh, 18 for me. Looks like Mr. Kipling. (laughs) Cake, you rolled exceedingly well. Uh 18 for Stefan? Mm -hmm. 10. 
Nice. I got a four. <laughs> Darby got 25. Uh, Ivor got a 10. Uh, Stefan got 18. You, you never know. Julius might have like a minus four in decks. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Okay, so you we are at the end. Mm-hmm. You are at the end of the plaza, um, and uh, coming down the stairs, pretty much at the bottom of the stairs now is this entourage um, that Pastor Prudence and Saint Julius have, um, and they're maybe sixty feet away from you. Good round number that we use. Why not? Let's keep using it. And Darby, you're up. Okay. Um, yeah, imagine if I was like, Julius. something is going before Darby. <laughs> <laughs> yes, worrisome, worrisome. What does Sorry, Julius yeah. look like? Is he like, um, what's he armed with? Or... Um, he seems to be irradiating heat. It almost seems like... Um, the air is pulsing away from him. Um, he is carrying a great. Fl- um, uh, he's carrying a great, great sword. I was about to say he's carrying a great sword, big, large, um, straight, double-edged sword, as big as a person, about seven feet long. And in his other hand, he is conjuring flames um, and a fireball in his horse-sized fist. Um, he is wearing full plate and he's got a shield as well in his curling arm. Um, he looks pretty menacing. Hey, and Pastor Prudence, does she look like she's as she was, or does she look like she has succumbed to death and been resurrected again? <laughs> she hasn't got the Gemma Garhi uh, treatment. Um, okay. She looks as she was, maybe a little bit crazier. Um, her hair is a little bit more frazzled and not in a neat arrangement. Her robes are a little bit more singed, but none of that seems to bother her because her savior is here. Okay. Um, fun times. I am going to... I'm going to take a shot at her. Okay. And uh, let's see, will I do anything special? I don't think I will. I think I'll just go straight up shot. Bang, bang into the room. That is a 19 to hit. Oh, yeah, that'll hit for sure. She has just got a plain chain um, shirt on. Part of her vestments. That is 10 damage. Owage. Yeah, she's looking hurt. Uh, And I'm just going to shout out to the group. Scatter. Fair. That's what you hear. Just divide um, again. Do you scatter? Do you use your movement to scatter? Um, I'm going to just kind of go and flank them. Like, not dead on, but like to go towards their right, sort of. Fair. Yep, you move off to the left, to your left, as you kind of make a circling motion around, um, keeping a similar distance from them. Sweet. So, excellent. It is now St. Julius's go. St. Julius is going to run straight at you. Wonderful. Doesn't get all the way there, but he is going to hurl a flame at someone. Who would he hurl the flame at? Um, I'm going to say Darby because he's the moving target. Ooh. Uh, going to hurl a flame. 
He's now 30 feet away from you. Okay. Uh, 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 oh my god. And Julius, just back. The realm of the living. Don't roll a three. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I was so worried it was a crit. Um, he got an 11, which I'm pretty sure missed. So Darby, as you're flanking uh, over your wonderful, dexterous, nimble ways, you're able to dodge out, but you feel the heat of this flame as it lands and singes the stone beside you, and you're very glad it didn't hit you. Um, that is St. Julius's go. And next we have Stefan. Uh, cool. I will then... Doo -doo -doo. Yeah, I am going to dash towards him. So I can then use to Julius and then use Charger dead on at him. Ooh. What is Where's this? I can't go into rage because it's a bonus action, but yeah. Uh, so when I use an action to dash and move at least 10 feet in a straight line, I gain a plus five bonus to attack damage rolls. So uh, I'll use Shepard's warning along with that. So it's kind of like a battering ram. Nice. Crap. So, uh, doo -doo. Where's it going? It's so thematic. I love it. It's like a yeah. good charging. It's fantastic. <laughs> mm. <laughs> oh, that is 12. Did you not say it was plus 5? That's 2 damage. Oh, I thought you said attack and damage. Yeah. Oh, is it hit? Is it not 12? Is it 12 to... Is it a, blah, blah, blah. Does Charger give you a bonus to attack and damage? Or just to... Um... You said attack and damage, but maybe you were missing. Plus five bonus to the attacks damage roll. Oh, oh okay. attacks damage yeah, roll, sorry. sorry. <laughs> Twelve um, misses, unfortunately, um, as you just clang off his large, seemingly impenetrable shield. Oh, well, next time. Uh, that was my action and bonus action, so that's me done. It's still yeah. very cool. You're like a human minotaur. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Unless I'm close if he tries to cast another spell, so it's all with uh, me. Ivar, you're up now. Okay. Um so I'm going to run kind of almost parallel to Darby. Obviously twenty five feet of movement can't get the full full distance he covered, but while I'm doing that I'm using giant smite, becoming large, and then enlarge becoming huge. And it's just kind oh, of wow. like, you know, as someone gets closer to you, you expect them to get bigger, but not this big. <laughs> <laughs> Perspective, Biatch. Yeah, those those five feet that you're away from Darby, you just make up for that in swollenness. <laughs> and you're technically beside him now. Um, so you are huge. You are now the same size as St. Julius. Okay. Um, probably 16, 17 feet tall. Uh, big swole dwarf. Um, and that was your movement action and bonus action? Mm -hmm. I, mean, yeah, I mean, that's enough. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you you're get done. no more. <laughs> you're done. <laughs> um, excellent. Excellent, excellent, excellent. Next up, we have um, uh, Pastor Prudence. Do it. Um, she's going to do some things. She looks over at you, Darby. And um, goes, it's okay. The saber will cleanse you. And she um, brings her um, amulet to herself. And she's holding this long um, wand also. Um, this kind of red and gold wand. 
um, and she cast Cure Wounds on herself. She was hurt? Oh, she got shot. Uh, she got shot. Um, is nearly nearly all healed as as you see um the bullet wound you left in her shoulder um the bullet clinks to the ground and almost um no scratch is left on her after she does that and she moves um a little bit closer towards you darby as she does so maybe now um 30 feet away from you and then we have gwen Woo! Okay. Um, yeah, so the first... acolyte rolled worse than you. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Uh, so firstly, I would like to um, do a free detect magic from my spellbook that I get once per day, which is no action. It's n- I, th- I thought it's an action. No, it's no action. The free one is no action. It says it in brackets beside it in my features and traits. To use, Just the, feature, to use the feature is no action, but you're basically... Using, you still have to cast it as an action. No, because the my awakened spellbook damage swap thing is the same thing, and it has brackets no action. So they're yeah, both as in as no in action. to use the feature is no action, but the feature allows you to cast ritual spell without the ritual time. But you still no, need to use an action. That's a different thing. This is this is the free one. That's a separate line above that where it's like when you cast it, da, 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 you can use the spell's normal casting time. You regain use of this feature when you finish a long rest. Okay. I didn't realize that's very powerful. Um, I think so, anyway, yeah. Go for it. Yeah, we can double check it afterwards, anyway. Yeah, my trash is at the far end of the house. I'm not going to get it. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, it wouldn't be the same as that because this is the older one. Uh, so, yeah, okay. do that just to tech magic to see if that wand is the same, gives off the same impression as like the mace or the. You're unfortunately not close enough, but you can concentrate on the spell for another while and until you get closer. Oh, can I not move up 30 feet closer to her and get in range? Um, oh yeah, sure. Yeah, you'll be quite close to um, Bill Saint Julius. Uh, is there a way to go like perpendicular to <laughs> him and her? Because like it's ah, sure. Yeah, why not? Thirty feet, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, sure. Yeah, Sweet. quite close to Darby. Just Darby to check out. Her, now everyone's heading in this direction. <laughs> well, I don't know if I can curve around. I can't. I don't know, <laughs> I don't know what the battlefield looks like. Magnetic uh, so, yeah. personality. What can I say? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, um, yeah. So. Yes, yeah, if that's the, if the wand is the same as the other relics. Um, detect magic isn't unfortunately going to tell you that information. The identify spell it does. Um, you can tell that it is God. If you can tell it's a holy symbol. Oh well, then. Oh, is it not? Oh, I, I thought it gave me the same. You know what I mean? I thought it gave me like, yeah, it gave me that thing of like, oh, it's not a specific school of magic. It's a blah 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 blah. It's like something weird and different. Did we not do that before? If not, I would have no, done identify. Only would identify. Okay, well, then I would have done the same thing, but identify instead. I think you have to be holding the item for identify. Then. Oh, do I? Oh, balls. Okay, well, I'm... This is all... I've fucked up everything. I'm sorry, guys. Uh, <laughs> sorry, right, you're learning all your abilities. Then I won't do any of that. And instead, I will just... Uh, yeah, uh, get in within 90 feet of her. Oh, you already are 90 feet of her. Sweet. So then I'll do that. And then just, like, yeah, move away... In such a way that's still within 90 feet of her, but like not closer to Julius and like away from Julius. Yeah. Uh, and I will cast Gwen's Bitch Slap, also known as uh, Tasha's Mind Whip. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
so yeah, I uh, spell it. Spell attack. Ending. Spell attack, and then there's a save. Oh yeah, baby. It's a spell um, attack and a save. Oh, luck going on here. Yeah, it says attack slash save. So isn't that a? Doesn't that mean oh. I have to attack? Roll to attack first. Oh, let me let me let me double check this one. Okay, cool. It says ashes. Oh, if I write. I thought you got a custom spell there already. No, 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 no. I'm, I'm just saying, being geez, extra. Me and Ivor need to get cut action surges or <laughs> grit points. <laughs> says intelligence 14, but maybe it is just an intelligence a saving throw then. I thought I had to roll. Yeah, to yeah, hit, yeah. Though. No, no, no. Cycling, like, if you click onto the spell itself, it'll give you the spell subscription. You can read it. Target must make an intelligence saving throw on a fail save. It takes psychic damage. Yeah. And can't use its reaction until the end of its next turn. Moreover, its next turn, it must choose whether to move, um, whether it gets a move, an action, or a bonus action, and it only gets one of the three. Successful save, the target takes half as much damage and suffers none of the other attacks. It's an intelligence saving throw. It's just an intelligence saving throw, or do I need to roll to attack? You don't need to roll. Oh, great. Okay, there, there we go then. Attack slash save is just to tell you, like, is it an attack Which is or a it? save? Oh, okay, cool, cool, cool. And what kind of save is it? Nice, um, okay. Yeah, intelligence saving throw. Mm-hmm. Not the smartest for being, you know, a resurrected gloop de gloop, but he's not totally stupid either. Oh, no, I'm going after, I'm going after past prudence. Oh, of course. Sorry, sorry. Um, She might be a little smarter. She is just about a little smarter. What's your spell save, DC? 14. I'm hoping she's. No matter nice. if I roll a 9. So that's three d six damage. Let's and then go. You get, and then you get to choose. No, no, I don't think I get to choose. It must choose. It must choose. Okay, I get to choose. Okay, that is ten damage. Ten psychical damage. Ouches! Well, mm-hmm. she just backed down everything she healed. So that's great. Uh, yeah, and then so she doesn't have reactions this turn, and uh, she yeah only gets to do one of the things next go. Excellent. Uh, nice one. Anything else, Gwen? Um, I've moved and stuff. Yeah, I don't have any bonus action things. Uh, yeah, no, I'll just like, yeah, you know, be ready, be prepped. Um, great. So yeah, so uh, next is the four acolytes that are also shepherding with them. Um, so one of them hears Pastor Prudence's scream as she's in psychic anguish and runs over and goes, Pastor, it's okay. The Savior's light will heal you and will cast cure wounds on her. Oh, what the fucking little bastards. Oh. <laughs> Rolled a one on the dice. Um, That's what you get. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, oh my god! Da, 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 da. The other three um, look to um, Gwen, Stefan, and Darby, um, each pointing at you with their holy symbol and almost in unison saying, "The Savior's light will cleanse you." And they're going to cast Sacred Flame on each of you. So, can I get a Dexterity saving throw? I'm so good at this. Oh, Natural twenty plus two. Nice. Yeah, you're able to dodge out of the way. No damage. 22. Um, is... I'm on it today, guys. 21. Yeah, you're fine. Dexterity. I do have advantage. So that's 17. 
yeah, you're fine also. So you're all able to dodge out of the way of the, of this sacred flame, and each of them scowl um, as they're not pleased. Uh, back up to top of initiative with Mr. Galandry, Flashgear. Okay. Um, St. Julius has moved a little bit closer to everyone. Um, yes, St. Julius is now 30 feet from most, well, 30 feet from you and Ivar, right up in Stefan's grill, and uh, Gwen stepped a little bit back away, as she can still have the range. She's a little bit further away. Right, oh, um, imagining that gigantic Ivar is going to just kaiju fight um, gigantic <laughs> Julius, um, <laughs> I'm going to take a Initial shot at St. Julius, just to soften him up a bit for him. And for I'm it. going to do a dazing shot on him. Go for it. That is 23 to hit. That'll hit. So he has to make a constitution saving throw or suffer disadvantage on his attacks until the next turn. Pretty good at these. I'll roll the damage first. Though. I'll roll the damage. Swole. He's swole, is he? Yeah. Not if he gets a natural one. Mm-hmm. Fucking hell. Yes. <laughs> wow. 11 damage. What can't he do? Um, he has disadvantage on his disadvantage on attacks until the end of his next turn. Wow. Okay. That's great. Natural one. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> he must be really swole. Uh, and I'm going to scooch back a bit. Yeah, That's, go for it. That sounds wise, honestly, just con- considering how big he is. Yeah, I imagine Ivor is going to rush in and engage him. Softened him up a bit. Exactly. Um, next is St. Julius of Laurel Bank, and he is going to swing his great sword down upon um, Mr. Stefan Shepard. You are in his way, but he has disadvantage on both of these. So is he going? Yeah. So he's going to swing. First swing. He's got two swings. Um, swing is a fourteen. That is my armor class. And that will hit. Damn. Okay. Wait. With disadvantage. Yes. He got a. He got. A, okay. Rolled a fourteen and a six, so ended up with a fourteen. He's got a big plus. Um. So that's twelve damage. Okay. And then second great sword attack. Um. That is a 10. That one misses. No. Um, and you feel the heat irradiating, irradiating off him now. Um, and you think it's not going to be a very nice time for you at the start of your turn. You being in his presence is so freaking warm that your skin is starting to singe. And you oh. are going to take some damage. Okay. You're going to take five fire damage as just his heat exuding off him is getting to you. And, but it is your go. So I'm instantly going to go into rage. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, yeah, I'll take a... Oh, I can't move away without giving an opportunity to attack. Um, I'll take a swing anyway. And to do, you can, you can, yes. you can, you can move away. Like he has disadvantage, so like 
you can move away after you swing, so it's up to you. Okay. Yeah, I'll make a do do do. I'll make a reckless attack. Sure, why not? Uh, against him with Shepherd's warning, so that gives me advantage, right? I should remember this. Do do. -do. Yes. Okay. So let's do that. Uh, bub bub bub. How's that there? Oh, that is that is two natural twenties. Right. Ah! <laughs> what? One wow. in four hundred chance. <laughs> Work. Do um, not twenty. Crit. Holy crit. 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 Not instantly kill. Jackpot. No, crit. Um, it's like a, it's like a lightning bolt against the Gyarados. He's screwed. <laughs> the Gyarados is poker sash. Win. Um. A. Um, I was going to say, okay, well, I have to do something about this, right? Um, I'm going to say, as you crit him, um, you feeling the heat, um, and you get into your rage, and you feel your oat features um, extend from you, uh, Ramsey also feeling this rage also crits him. Yes! yes. That starts to feel my heat. Yes. <laughs> it's transactional heat, you know. It, it's the pyramid scheme of heat. Um, yeah. So we're going to roll your crit damage first, uh, which is the twelve plus your strength plus uh, your um, rage rage bonus, and then you're going to roll two d six. Oh, okay. So that is a six and a three is nine. Twelve and nine is twenty one plus your strength is four, isn't it? Uh three. So new 24, 26 damage. Have you added the two for rage? Yeah. Cool. 26 damage, and then Ramsey crits. So he, what's he, a D4 plus one? Yeah, so he's that a, sounds right. Yeah. Uh, so it'll D4. be five plus a D4. Is three. Ooh. So another eight damage. Yes, you Sweet double team damage. him real good. And yeah, ouchies. Power. I like to imagine I take a swing and then he kind of lets his shield go a bit and then Ramsey like hits him directly. Yeah. Uh, finds the opening under the shield and acts him in the knee because Ramsey strikes pretty his tall. life points directly. Yes. Yeah. Ramsey and then I'll his life try and... <laughs> Use a trap card. <laughs> Ghost of revealing light. Yeah. Um... <laughs> Guys, if you, you didn't know, we're you... nerds. <laughs> I don't, I don't care about either fan art. I need a goat of revealing light fan art card, please. <laughs> yeah, <sure. laughs> oh my god, uh, would die. I would actually die. Uh, uh, I'm gonna try and maneuver in such a way that I'm away from him and leaving him open for Ivor to take a strike. Do you want to move out of his uh, reach? Uh, get it, try and get out of his heat heat range. Yeah, I think that'd be a good idea. Okay, so yeah, he does get an, an attack of opportunity. You rolled recklessly. He has disadvantage, so it's a single roll. Mm -hmm. Doesn't matter when he gets a twelve. So he misses cool. as he's still disorientated from this double double whammy um, of excellent goat 
confused attacks <laughs> and trap cards. Um, mm-hmm. And it is Ivar's go. Okay, so Ivar's going... I mean, how do you follow that up? <laughs> I, I'm going to try my best. But, go for it. <laughs> you know, let's go. Let's try. Uh, so Ivar's going to saunter up. He's going to slowly reach for his Warhammer. And then he's going to go for a gut punch. St. Julius. <laughs> try and take him off guard. Yeah. Go for it. Okay, so that's 18. That will miss. <gasps> okay. Fair enough. Unfortunately. Yeah, his no armor worries. is still full plate and the shield is there um, protecting mm. him even further. Um, you gut punch and you're just met with resistance of plate and muscle. So I'm going to try that one more time. <laughs> I'm going to action surge. <laughs> Go for yes. it. Oh, uh, even worse. Oh, no. 16. Uh, uh, no. Yeah. So I guess bonus actions. I've got no actual. Yeah, I can only tavern brawl when I have hit a creature. So no bonus actions either. Oh, unfortunate. Yeah. Well, I'm just going to kind of stand there and, and just kind of. Uh, Look enticing for a hit, I guess, at this point. Oh, absolutely, yeah. No, it's still. <laughs> you want <yeah>. some of this? <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. You're the, unfortunately you are realizing in the actual um, the actual defense that this creature has. Um, mm. But you are up there and you are kaijuing your heart out, so it's still going to be a battle. Um, next is Aster. Prudence, our favorite fanatic. She only um, gets one thing. She only gets one thing. She is going to cast... Um, what is she going to cast? She's going to cast a spell for sure. And she's going to cast Spiritual Weapon. Oh. So you see a duplicate version of St. Julius's Greatsword, but a little bit more radiant. Um... Uh, appear and do that 60 feet, can she? She can. So she's going to have it appear above Arby's head as she attempts to whack you with it. So it's 1d8. Now she has to attack first. <laughs> Let's go straight to damage, Gary. Ooh. <laughs> you got a natural 20. <gasps> so like me. He just doesn't like you. So that is uh, 11 plus D8. 8. 19 force damage. RB Glandry Flash Gear. As this giant sword strikes through you. Um, ouch. Ouchie, ouchie. Um, and she, in her, still clutching her head, still in anguish from this mind bitch slap. Um, she goes, <laughs> the savior will cleanse you all. Um, and it is Gwen's go. Okay, so um, I'm still 90 feet away, I think, from her. She moved up a little bit. Or oh, she couldn't move, sorry, no. Oh, yeah, she's still had enough range for a spiritual weapon. Yeah, you're 90 feet away from her. Yeah, no, I specifically stayed 90 feet because Mind Whip has 90. So I'll move 60, move up to closer to her 60 feet to get and sit within 60 feet if I can. Uh, and I want is is 
are the acolytes surrounding her or what's the gem? One acolyte is surrounding her and the other three are kind of like spread a little bit around the plaza. They're a little bit closer to Phil. Uh, Phil, sorry. So he's Julius. Phil. Julius. <laughs> That's okay. Well, then I will ice knife um, the her. Uh, I will do a level one and I'm going to change the damage type to psychic. And uh, the way I do that is uh, when hopefully if the dagger hits that it will say, you have failed, Pelor. Um, and yeah, <laughs> for that mental, real, mental damage. Real deep cut. Yeah. Uh, so this is a roll. Oh, that is not in the box. There we go. Uh, so that is a 22, 16 plus 6. Well, that'll hit. Nice. So that is 1d10 uh, piercing. Keep, uh, piercing damage, yeah. Ooh, 8 damage. Nice. Skabam. And then that explodes, and uh, they have to make a dex save of 14. Okay, so she's going to roll first. Fails, and then the acolyte is going to roll. Natural 20 passes, so they'll take half. Uh, that's all right, though. Okay, that is five damage altogether. So two, three, two? Two. So five for Prudence. Yeah. And two for the Acolyte. Bam. Sweet. Um, yeah, and I have I guess I've moved my full amount closer to her or whatever. Yeah. Um, and then I'm just going to ace the other bitches and be like, you're shit. <laughs> Your ship. Um, sweet. It is now the Acolytes' goes. The one of them that's beside her is still going to heal her. Um with the Savior's Light. Got another one, fucking one. Um yes! <laughs> it only heals three. Uh and then the other three are gonna do the same thing again. What it ain't broke right again, because it's actually broke because they all missed. So I'll need um uh the same three again, Gwen. Darby and Stefan all to make me dexterity saving throws. A sacred flames attempt to burn you. Just got a six. Okay, you're going to take 1d8. 23. Two damage. Okay, what? not the worst. Uh, 13. Pass, you take no damage. Darby? Oh, 23. Oh, that passes. Yeah, 23 passes, you're all fine. Back up to top of the initiative with Darby. Okay, um, for my bonus action, I am going to second wind. Okay, go for it. Taking a big slice. Mm. Understandable. I heal 13. That's pretty good. Oof, so nice. Mm. And um, my trick shots aren't bonus actions, which is nice. <laughs> yeah. Um, so They're I'm... a part of your attack. Yeah, so I am going to... No, I'm not going to do a trick shot. I'm going to do a sharpshooter shot against the Acolyte that keeps healing Pastor Prudence. Go for it. And I'm just going to hold Brass Ray and point it towards them and just go... When she shouts out this cleansing light thing, just kind of go... Mumbo Amazing. jumbo, mumbo jumbo. Yeah. <laughs> Crazy talk, like that is. Hang on, no, I have to take five off. Sorry. Uh, that is sixteen to hit. Oh, that hits. Yeah, exactly. Lights aren't wearing a lick of anything. Nice. That is max damage. So with the sharpshooter, that is twenty-five. Twenty-five. 
Um, they had seven hit points. They're dead. Uh, oh, wow. <laughs> ah, yes! Obliterate! <laughs> yeah, their brains are on the floor. Anything else, Mr. Flashgear? <laughs> um, I'm going to do the all reliable. I'm going to scooch back a bit. Scooch back a wee bit. Why not? Just a scooch. Uh, just a scooch. Excellent. Now, St. Julius, he is unimpaired by your dazing shot. And he has a new friend to rumble with. So he's going to take two uh, attacks um, at you, Ivar. Okay. Two greatsword attacks. Okay. What is your AC? My AC is 16. So armor class 16. One of them is a 14. And the other one is a 23. So one will hit. Or nine plus five is fourteen damage. Um, yeah, and you feel the heat radiating off him now as well. Um, not a nice feeling, but you're able to dodge out of the way of one of his strikes. But the second one catches you um, as you're feeling the heat quite literally. Um, then it is Stefan's go. Um. Yeah, I'm going to take another reckless attack with Shepard's Warning at him. Uh, yeah. Sure, why not? That is 19. That will miss. Okay. <laughs> Might go for someone else with this, right? That um, is a miss? What? 19 is a miss. This guy's in full plate to armor with a shield. Uh, then... Yeah, I guess I'll just try and move away again towards... Um, is there any acolytes left that were healing uh, the pastor? No, there's uh, three that are just casting cantrips on top of you at all, at, as much as they can. I'll, I'll just start making shapes towards uh, the pastor then. Sure. Uh, yeah. Attack of opportunity, uh, 22. That hits. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Uh, 11, half to 5. Cool. You still have a bonus action if you want to attack with Ramsey or take a potion. Uh, oh, what potions do I have? Yes, I'll drink a potion of healing just in case. So, Go for it. I hate rolling d4s. Um, <laughs> Two and three is five, plus two is seven. Not too bad. Nice. It's all good. It's all the heal heal. Cool, that's me. Sweet. Next is Ivar. At the top of your turn, Ivar, you're going to take some fire damage. Okay. Um, ba -da -ba -da -ba -da. Eight fire damage. As you feel okay. the heat radiating off you and um, singeing you. A little bit. A little bit of singe. Um, Fair but yeah, enough. it's your go. Okay. Uh, so Ivor looks like he's about to go for another gut punch. He grabs the hammer this time and he's going for a swing. <laughs> the reverse. Yeah. <laughs> Double reverse psychology. <laughs> yeah, here's here's hoping. So, ooh. Ooh, that was uh I I I think that wasn't that twenty, but my dice is kinda cocked. Ah, go for uh, it. Uh should I Okay. Okay. 
Why not? Sure. This. I, I mean, I've got the fire rune, and I've got all these these big dice. If you're sure. Oh yeah, go for it. Not twenties for all. <laughs> okay. All right. So. Uh, all right. Let's go with the the hammer first. We have uh, Warhammer. That's eight pl plus five. Then we've got um, the actual like. Being oh, big, that's a D6. We've got a another D4 for enlarge. We have a 2D6 because I'm using my fire rune. And yeah, okay. So Are you invoking your fire rune at the same time? Wow. Yeah. That's why wow. I swapped to the hammer. Oh, yes. Um, okay, so that's 8 plus 6 plus 4 mm -hmm. is 18. Yeah. Plus... 2d6 is 30. Okay. And now you roll all those dice. All right, all right. And add wow. your strength. Add my strength. My strength is five. Wait, is is does he have a save against the, the shackles? He has a, sh a save against the shackles, but he'll still take the damage, regardless of the first hit. Oh, okay. Is the shackles just specific to the shackles? Or is it a part of the attack, if you get me? Oh, oh, the, the shackles are effectively a consequence after the hit. Okay, so they wouldn't be, um, they wouldn't be affected by the crit. Well, everything else They is. would. Uh, no, no, the fire is affected by the crit. Uh, it's just like uh, there's a fire damage, then there's the crit. Ah, uh, I get you now. So, Perfect, yeah. Sorry, there's, there's the fire damage, then there's the shackles. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. Sorry. And then turns after that, the shackles do continuous damage. Exactly. Perfect. Okay. So yeah, you're on, what did I say? 30 plus roll all those dice. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Ouchies. So, okay. Uh, let's see here. We have 6, 11, 12, 13. Plus 13. my strength of 5. Uh, oof. 13 plus 5 is 18. 18. 30 so 48. 48. Ooh! Describe this massive so hit. It's a lot like what happened when Ivor kind of kicked Phil away and then did this, the big swing. Only this time there's that kind of eruption of fire on top of it. And, uh, it. you know, it, that, that kind of, that fire that almost seems like a different, it almost looks different to the, the natural kind of heat irradiating from Julius kind of lingers and then this kind of concentrates on his wrist while the ground beneath him just vibrates and forms into this, the shackles again. Mm. Um, yeah. Excellent. Um, and, uh... Yeah, yeah I have uh, to roll to Ivers... be shackled. Exactly. This is a strength save DC 15. If St. Julius could roll some saintly rolls on these goddamn saving throws, <laughs> that would be good. Peller got, doesn't approve. I got a nine. Peller does not approve. He's not into this. Peller does not approve. He's like, no, no, ma'am, no, ma'am, no ham. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. No holy light for you today. Describe as he is shackled up. Yeah, it's it's pretty much as it kind of like happened. The, the plaza's ground is just kind of perfectly remolded into just kind of iron shackles that look like they've always been there and always perfectly sized for Peller. And suspiciously, someone has held like a torch underneath them. Yeah, and just kind of and heat them up. Excellent. Yeah, and somehow your um, 
or dwarven runic magic has somehow circumvented this creature's seemingly natural, fiery nature. You can use that nature twice and it makes sense. <laughs> Don't at me. Um, uh, yeah, and it's, 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 you're combating literally fire with fire here. And it seems to be very effective as you now stand in front of Saint Julius as he is almost uh, sacrificially tied to the ground by your runic magic and restrained in place. Not unlike King Kong in the world-famous movie King Kong. (laughs) (laughs) You may have... If you've ever heard of King Kong, I'm not sure if you have. It's a less-known film, but... um, Yes, just like King Kong as he is shackled down. Oh my god, Sister Prudence? I mean, Pastor Prudence is the gal. Yeah, pretty much. (laughs) (laughs) They're going to climb to the top of the temple. (laughs) Yeah, so after that, uh, like, Ivor's going to back off a bit and second wind. Just just get out of the range of the aura of fire. Yeah, excellent, excellent. Um, He's already used his reaction this turn, so he's not going to get a swipe. And as you second wind, and all of you now look on this screaming Goliath, this titan of fire and plate mail, um, we are going to end it there and see (gasps) what happens next episode with St. Julius and his gang. Nay! (laughs) No! I want to hit him. I want to hit him some more. <laughs> You'll get plenty of time to hit him. Don't worry. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you sl- you mind slapped a bitch. Hey, that's pretty good. I was very happy with my bitch slap. It was great. Yeah, I didn't yeah, describe yeah. it though. You know, I should have. I just should have done that. But it's fine. I was I was really hoping to pick up uh, Julius and throw him onto the acolytes. <laughs> <laughs> next time, if he breaks out the chains, next time. Sure, why not? Maybe, maybe. <laughs> yeah. Uh, excellent. Any final thoughts, feelings, emotions? Um, bitch slaps are great. Bitch slaps are great. Men- mental I've... bitch slaps are great. Mm-hmm. We're getting ridiculous with these cliffhangers. <laughs> <laughs> Look, um, it makes good it, podcasting. Granted, it does. Okay, it makes, uh, I, I hope it does make good podcasting. But at the same time, these are just. Uh, Natural, natural endings to <laughs> where you know like these are climactic moments or suspenseful moments so shoot me not with Message brass rain on twitter <laughs> um but yeah oh shit oh shit my pension transfer over to this new department if we're hired <laughs> yay <laughs> and pensions for note, all pensions for all hey look if if, if, Does if, a 19 if, if not carry? anything 19 doesn't hit now. <laughs> we know a 19 doesn't hit a DM has a really high ar- armor class yeah yeah. Um, and on that note it's a goodbye for me and don't forget to file your pension Bye. 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 Bye.
Hey, this is Dave of the Gwen Persuasion. Just to let you know, you can follow us on our socials by searching Adventuring for Dummies. And you can tweet at us at A4DPod or by using hashtag A4DPod on Twitter. That's the number four, not F-O-R. Uh, we would also love if you gave us a rating and review and subscribe to us wherever you listen to your podcasts. Thanks for listening and see you guys next week. Thank you.